Hi there, I'm Michael Clark, and he's Mike Pereira. Together, we're the hosts of Mid-Credit Scene, a podcast about movies. And this is a Mid-Credit Minute, kind of bonus mini-episode, where we talk about big, important things, like snacks, double features, and more. On today's episode, Melissa Bowman talks Bicycles of the Movies. wanted to to ask you about melissa which was which was bikes because you you love biking and talk a lot about cycling and and i've had this question in my mind about um you know movies that that feature bikes but also why no movies seem to feature bikes anymore um you know and i i feel like this is another not to get you know again the 80s were the greatest era of filmmaking or anything but they were but they were definitely the greatest era i think for bikes in movies because so many movies had like kids running around town on bikes and people like running around town on bikes like et we talked about et like the most iconic bicycle scene potentially in any movie ever (laughs) yes absolutely uh of 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 the flying bicycles but i mean through the whole movie they're riding bikes all over town it's like the mode of transportation is bikes uh for the main for the principal cast the goonies they all get around on bikes and I, I I actually said there's a somebody pointed out to me there was a the part where Josh Brolin is riding the bike and it and the the guy who doesn't like him is driving a car and he grabs him and holds on him and speeds up the car and basically runs him off the road I was like quintessential bike versus car clashing <laughs> um and, and but I was like yeah you know growing up it was so normal just to see like people riding bikes everywhere in movies so i'm thinking about this and i wonder if it goes back to um it feels like there's more just like kids movies or like teen and adult movies um and there's not that sort of in between because i feel like a lot of the movies in the 80s the people who were riding bikes were mostly kids and teenagers um the only adult one i can think of is um peewee herman's big adventure um, <laughs> which is which and, is a phenomenal bicycle themed film exactly yes um, but other than that, I don't feel like I can think of a lot where it's just like adults getting around on bikes. So is it, do we not see it because those types of movies are not made in the same way that was sort of, um, yeah, highlighting that type of genre? I'm not sure. The only adult that I can think of, and I only know this because I think it was influential on my being a bike person, is um, Kevin Klein in the 90s. Most of his movies had at least one scene where he casually rode a bicycle. Mm. Um, like Dave, he casually rides a bike to work. In and Out, he casually rides a bike to work. Wild Wild West, he casually rides an old timey bike. Um, but I don't know if like Kevin Klein was a bike guy and he just had right. it in his contract that like I just want to ride my bike in a scene. But it always like even even watching them when I was younger, I'm like, look at it. he's wearing slacks and a long sleeve button up and he's riding a bicycle and he's not sweating and that's so cool he went to work and he didn't have to shower afterwards i want to do that and now i get to do that like the 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 two times a week i go into the office i get to ride up the 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 iron horse and i get to 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 go to to the office but like that's the only time i can think of an adult casually riding a bicycle and i'm super curious if um what you're saying might be true. Like if Kevin Klein 
it's like, if I'm doing this movie, I need to ride a bike at one point. Because I can totally see like somebody like Emily Slostra being, if she was in a movie, she'd be like, the only way I'm getting around is on bikes. So right. <laughs> I wonder if Kevin Klein is. We're going to have to ride around, ride right. around that. Yeah. Just this, so you know. Yes, exactly. This conversation that happens in an SUV, can we put that in maybe a cargo bike? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd be open to a tandem bike, two bicycles, <laughs> side by yes. side. We've got options. Yeah, totally. I, yeah, I, I just, you know, I, I think too, you know, I, I remember reading a while back, somebody did this interesting map of the UK around, and I don't know exactly know how they got the data. I'd be very curious to know how they got the data, but it was looking at over, over the course of like 50 to 60 years, the average distance from home, a 12 year old was allowed to go. And it kept shrinking and shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. And I was like, I feel like now I would really struggle to let my 10 or 11 year old just hop on a bike and go one or two kilometers from home. Whereas that's what I did all the time as a kid. When I was when I was 12 years old, I was allowed to go quite far from home on a bicycle without adult supervision. And I'm like, for my kids to ride their bike to school, they got to cross park in Glasgow, which is a nightmare. And so part of it is also like, does it not ring true that a kids would be riding all over the place or, or just having that freedom of like riding bikes everywhere is, is it doesn't feel real the way it probably did in 1984 when ET came out. And they, I still remember, don't they have one scene where they like, they come off like a high wall and like land on a car and go down or something like that at one point, like, don't they ride over like, that seems like a very 80s scene, regardless if it's it in E.T. or as like if there was someone else on a skateboard who was also doing that. I feel like. <laughs> be well, and I was going to say there, there are other there are other movies that come to mind, like, you know, Back to the Future. Skateboarding yes. is mm-hmm. essential to the film. Mm-hmm. I have a movie that no one talks about that I weirdly loved growing up was Airborne, which is basically uh, it, it is a basically a 90 minute commercial for rollerblading. <laughs> specifically rollerblades like team rollerblade was in this film the whole crux of the film is about rollerblading as a central plot point and it's actually kind of amazing that someone managed to string together a coherent film <laughs> on so the they- theme of roller like we need a film about rollerblading and someone's like okay it's going to be about a guy who's like a surfer from California that gets like forced to live with his aunt and uncle in Wisconsin in the winter. (laughs) And everybody plays hockey, but he knows how to rollerblade. And that's the thing like street hockey and rollerblade culture brings it. I was like, yeah, yeah." there's like, it's honestly astounding that someone strung that film together, but it works. (laughs) But it's again, you've got a bunch of high schoolers and maybe it's that we've lost high school movies. I don't know the last time anybody really made like a, a, like, a high school type movie a teen movie for teens a teen movie about teens for teens yeah. kind of thing uh maybe it's the fact that again from a planning perspective like cities don't feel like places that people like certainly you know that that young you know preteen teen group that sort of 11 to 15 year old group don't do that anymore where they're just biking all over like you know roving gangs of <laughs> little cyclists and then, you know, the other thing we pointed out, like when, when Michael and I talked about this topic was like, there was there was deliberate, like there's a real car culture thing in film. And do we need like what we did for smoking in films where, oh, there's actually rules about what you can show for smoking now. You know, you can't just show people smoking casually. It has to be, there's age restrictions and all these sorts of things. Do we need that for car culture where like, 
you kind of got to justify the fast and the furious and you can't show it to like teenagers anymore. Like, you know, it's like, no, like if you want to use a car in a film, you've got to like jump through some hoops now and, and be like, but you can have as many bicycles as you want. And they can be like, you can have pedal pubs, tandem bikes, cargo <laughs> bikes. You can have like e-bikes that are, you know, bond could ride a bike. That's really decked out with gadgetry. Fine. But if you want them in a, in an Aston Martin, it's an R-rated film now. I mean, that would be a great Bond uh, cold open if like Bond has to do a street trip. I mean, London is one of the epicenters for like casual bike culture and bike messenger culture, and there has been a couple couple good bike messenger movies made in the last little while. But if Bond had a street chase across London on just like a road bike, uh, I bet bike sales would skyrocket. We're born. Absolutely. I could totally see, um, like, we just need to redo Fast and Furious series just with bikes. No cars. It's all yeah. all just bikes. Yeah. Uh, what's the, the, we need alliteration. Reasonable and... Uh, <laughs> Mild-tempered? <laughs> Reasonable rotations. The bike sagas. <laughs> Or revolutions, reasonable revolutions. Oh, I like that, yeah. yeah. Revol, revol, if you just called it revolution, oh, it was all about right, bikes, yeah. but it was like, I mean, we could script that thing pretty quick, I think. I think that's what, like, really what needs to happen is that someone just needs to to write a script that's very specifically about, like, cycling. Like, just make a cycling movie in the same way that they made the Rollerblade yes. movie. Or, like, make it, like, uh, Run, Fat Boy, Run, where it's, like, the story of someone who is, like, going up against his city because he just wants to ride his bike and he's been hit by cars, like, 63 times. Like, make it, like, just just put Simon Pegg in it. Just have Simon Pegg be a guy who just wants to ride his bicycle and he keeps getting hit by buses and, and cars and he wants a bike lane and he has to, like, go to war against his council. Like, that's that's all you need. And then then there will be bike lanes sprouting up all over the place because culture dominates. You could, you could do, uh, like, you know, falling down with Michael Douglas on a bike. It's just him being like, I am sick of this car culture shit. And I'm done. And he's just rampaging around town on a cycle. Not a movie, but, um, and I haven't watched it, no surprise. Um, that's kind of the theme of today's podcast. Um, but Stranger Things, I feel like when I see the, um, uh, I don't know, advertising for it, I feel like bikes are part of that. I don't know if either They're of you are Stranger Things fans, but... They are, and the thing, anytime, anytime I bring up there are no bikes and things, people are like, oh, Stranger Things. I'm like, right, but it's a nostalgic throwback to the uh, 80s. Yeah. Interesting. The bikes are not a, a contemporaneous thing. Uh, they are intentionally a throwback to the era of ET and the Goonies. Oh, uh, that's fascinating. Of, and I was like, so it, it works because it's a throwback, not because it's it's contemporary. And, yeah. um, Interesting. And so I, I was like, I feel like that's that's why the bikes are there. I was just gonna say, like, because we were talking about Born movies earlier. You mentioned that you watched the Born movies. I was like, you know what really tracks is like Born runs a lot. Like, you know, when he's working out his stress, he runs. But I was like, you know, middle-aged guys of Damon's age often find running a little too hard on the, on their legs. So they switch to cycling. So maybe, you know, yes. one of the things is Bourne just starts cycling a lot more <laughs> in these movies. And, uh, you know, because he's like, listen, I got to stay in shape. But Christ, my, like, you know, my shin splints. <laughs> my knees, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I've uh, I've gotten like a $9,000 carbon fiber bike. <laughs> yep. or, or I lifted it, you know. You bring you bring him back for one more movie. You call it The yep. Born Cycle. 
<laughs> it ties into all of the films, and he maybe he gets one of those reticulated ones where you can kind of lean back and Man. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, listen, if Keanu Reeves can use a horse as a weapon in the John Wick 3 movie, <laughs> Jason Bourne can do a whole action thriller on a bicycle. I mean, there's, there's your answer right there. They're going to keep making John Wick movies until Keanu Reeves dies. Just put John Wick on a bicycle. The next <laughs> action sequence in a John Wick movie has to be him, you know, killing someone with a manhole cover while riding a Schwinn. Um, <laughs> You can have this idea for free, people. That's right. We're just going to put this out there right now. Yeah, Keanu, we know you're listening. <laughs> do you like have, it. like, uh, Melissa, do you have, like, a, a favorite memory of, like, a bike in a movie where you're like, oh, I remember that? No, and that's super disappointing. So when you were first bringing it up, I was like, uh, all I can think of is E.T., um, which is really disappointing, and, and Pee-wee's bike. But um, do, does one come to mind for you? So, uh, you know, one, one that I had forgotten about, which, which was like, I was like, it's true. It's one of the most iconic pairings of, of a bicycle and a theme was uh, the Wizard of Oz because the Wicked Witch's theme, the first time you hear it is when Mrs. Gulch is riding her bicycle. And I was like, oh, that's a pretty iconic, like way, way back uh, one that I'd forgotten about. But um, yeah, I don't know if I have... A specific thing I would certainly say the one that impacted me not a bicycle but it was back to the future with the skateboarding like yes I was like wow man like and I loved it because it felt like Marty was hacking the system with a skateboard right using cars to get around on a skateboard doing this thing where he was like no the system wasn't designed for this but I'm using it in the way I want to use it the that opening montage where he's getting to school or whatever on the bike with to the power of love by Huey Lewis in the news it was like honestly just such a fantastic scene for me and it felt it felt very free like you just it it encapsulated marty's kind of character in the film so well but it was like the freedom like he owned the town right like he was like this is my town and you're all just living in it <laughs> um and, in a way that i was like and and it's not like yes there are cars but they don't rule the road. I rule the road on my skateboard, right? And and there was that freedom to it, which I love. So I, I would say it's not a bicycle, but yeah. a sustainable mode of active transportation. I love that. Yeah. I, I, I think of one, and I, I'm really only thinking of it right now because I just saw an interview with Rowan Atkinson where he talked about this scene. Um, in the last Mr. Bean movie, there's a scene where he's riding through the French countryside on a like a regular bicycle with a basket and uh, like a Tour de France uh, pile of cyclists whiz past him and because he's Mr. Bean he wants to beat them and he can't get up to speed so he grabs the back of a truck and and like gets up to to truck speed and then let's go and then very casually like whizzes past this entire group and in the interview with Rowan Atkinson he said they did it practically and they did it 12 times and they were going as slow as they could but it's still speed bikes so they had to be going a pretty clip and off camera they had to get him up to such a high speed so that when he was on camera he could look like he was just casually pedaling <laughs> and they get it 12 times and he said when it was done he nearly died that's amazing <laughs> the crazy thing is if you do haven't seen that i could so clearly picture yes. that scene because yeah. of like who rowan atkinson is exactly. like, like you know exactly how that looks and it's yeah. funny even just thinking about it <laughs> yeah and he's in like the the heavy tweed Mr. Bean I was outfit. Say, yes, that's totally what I was picturing. 
you know, in a similar vein, like public transit in films. And I feel like there's a mm -hmm. lot with trains. Trains appear in a lot, but think yeah. about speed. Yes. Whole movie on a bus. Yep. I feel like I feel like the public transportation is treated in that casual way that that cycling isn't. Like characters will randomly get on a bus, and there will be a scene that's like, like at a bus stop or on a bus that doesn't have anything to do with the plot and it's that sort of just casual nature we're not drawing attention to it but here is good affirmation that hey people can take buses um or you have something like shang chi where yeah. there is an unexpected uh action sequence that takes place on a bus uh which is also fun because it's a setting that you don't often see and it draws attention to you know, public transit and how disruptive this would be. Um, but I, f I feel like it, it, there is that, like, like people have accepted the like, yes, buses and people take them from time to time and it's stationary and our actors can have a conversation on, on a bus uh, and then they can get off. And that allows for a dramatic closure to a scene. Whereas with a bike, it's just like, if you do did have two people having a conversation on a bike, you'd either have to have one peel off or one just be like, well, I'm done. And then just like slow down and recede into the background. If you haven't seen Melissa, you should you should see the 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 Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings because there's a, like a massive action sequence on a bus. I haven't seen it, but I have seen um, some stuff on social media about it that was like breaking down the whole scene. That, uh, the bus driver? Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. This is the part where I'm going to stop the bus and ask them to get off. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It, it's a reticulated bus, and I'm from Ottawa, and reticulated buses were were all they had up there. And so it really just made me, as I was sitting there going, I'm like, if this broke out in while I was going to South <laughs> Keys, I don't know. I'd... Yep. These things flip. <laughs> I just thought of a movie in which the protagonist only cycles or takes public transportation is Sing and Sing 2. Matthew McConaughey's koala bear character <laughs> bicycles down a taxi cab in the second one, <laughs> but uses a bicycle or walks, or in the second one, he also, they take a bus to uh, whatever the city is, which is some weird hybrid of Vegas and Atlantic City uh, in the second <laughs> one. But that's a kid's movie in which the main character doesn't drive a car because he's broke <laughs> and he uses a bicycle but but i feel like that's 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 the one thing like if it if a bicycle is in a film it tends to be a signifier of a person's social status because they can't afford a car yes um so like uh ms marvel just started on disney plus it's one of the new marvel series and the two main characters are teens and they ride bikes around jersey city and one of them has their bike stolen in the first episode um but it's because they are 15 and their parents won't drive them around so they like ride the bike to the bus stop um but that's it that just occurred to me because it's just like but that is a new thing that has teens riding bikes in it. Uh, but it's also a signifier of their status. Like mm -hmm. the Jack Ryan series with John Krasinski mm. and, and Wendell Pierce. I mean, the bike goes away pretty quickly because international travel and all these other right. things. But the opening scene with John Krasinski is him riding his bike to work at the CIA. Mm. And he almost gets hit by a car being driven by Wendell Pierce, who turns out to be his boss. And he walks into the office and he's like, Oh damn! Because <laughs> he like told him off. 
there's there's one of the few examples I could name of like a prominent, not impoverished, well-to-do person just commuting to work on a bicycle. And it, it repeatedly comes up several times in the series that that's and how he gets to work. I don't know why you talking about Jack Ryan made me remember this, but it perfectly in character, a little disappointing that it's taken me this long to realize it. In two of the Muppet movies, we see the Muppets ride bicycles. Ah. Yes. Muppet movie, uh, Kermit rides a bike and it gets run over by a steam wheeler. But in, uh, I believe it's Muppets Take Manhattan, all of the Muppets ride a whole crowd of uh, bicycles through Central Park. Yeah, there's, there's a great scene. Also, Miss Piggy chases down a, a purse snatcher on roller skates. Yeah. To, uh, you know, which is one of the best, like, guy Gregory. grabs a purse and she's like, oh, no. And she skates down <laughs> and beats him with the purse. Yeah, and Gregory Hines, <laughs> she steals Gregory Hines' rollerblades to chase him down. Uh, <laughs> That's why she's and not also, even wearing the roller skate. She steals. <laughs> um, Kermit riding a bicycle is also just one of my favorite things. Like seeing his little legs go yeah. on the that, yes. that just makes me happy. Um, and and I, I think Mike, you mentioned um, John Krasinski. I think of again, not a movie, um, but The Office. Um, his character um, Jim uh, on occasion rides a bike, um, and it doesn't feel like it's a. Um, mm. Like that's just a, a choice of transportation for him. So um, maybe John Krasinski is also somebody who likes um, cycling in real life. I don't know. But I was thinking about um, the Bourne trilogy again, and I think I don't recall much about bikes in it, but I do appreciate it for like these are happening in cities and yeah. and just the um, vast array of like transit options, um, different vehicles. Um, just the way that they're getting around in, in each of the movies, it, it feels very diverse throughout the trilogy. And and the Bourne movies are also very illustrative of how disruptive a car can be in the middle of a yes. city. Like, yeah. hey, this this car just jumped a flight of stairs and uh, knocked over a bunch of bollards near a canal. And now that road is going to be, uh, you know, cordoned off and everyone's days are going to be very inconvenienced right. for, for two or three days before they get that mess cleaned up. So like, don't do yeah. that. It's, to hear more, listen to mid credit Scene Podcast on Midtown Radio or wherever you get your podcasts.